Welcome to the Dulas Youth Podcast. We hope this encourages and empowers you to be connected to God and one another. Thanks for joining us today. Enjoy the message. Welcome back to the Digging Deeper Podcast, episode 11. Here we are. We are almost to being a teenager soon. Two weeks, and we're going to be there. We're going to hit 13. That'll be a good one. It'll be our luckiest episode yet. But today, we are on 11, and I've got a special guest with us today, the one and only Mr. Mike Nolan. What's up, guys? All right, Mike. So, question. The Dallas Cowboys have a brand new defensive coordinator with an interesting name. What is his name? His name is also Mike Nolan. Yeah? Yeah. Are you excited about him being the coordinator for the Cowboys? Yeah. Why? Because my name's on SportsCenter all the time. <laughs> it's awesome. Out of everybody you know on youth, on the youth staff okay. that has famous people with their names, who do you think the most famous person with one of our names is? Don't know any other Maracheks. No, that's not true. There's a hockey player. But his name's not Brian Morozik. Is there a Matt Cameron? Oh, my gosh. Listen to Pearl Jam, the drummer. That ain't me. Sorry. He's classic. (laughs) And? Cole Miller? Yes, there's a Cole Miller. The UFC fighter, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, out of the drummer for Pearl Jam, UFC fighter, we have no idea if there's a Kelly Voris. I doubt it. Probably not. Brian, I don't know if there's any Czechoslovakian really famous people. Apparently not. And then you have Mike Nolan. So which one? Which is the most famous in your mind? Yeah, I think it's me. So you legitimately think Mike Nolan is more famous than Cole Miller, the UFC fighter, or Matt Cameron, the drummer for Pearl Jam? I do. In what world do you think that that's a possibility? He's a part of the greatest league that, that has ever existed. Team. No, he's only recently been on the Cowboys, but yep. he's been but he's on the a head coach. Team. He's been a coordinator. So what? How's that more famous than a UFC fighter? That nobody there, knows. You didn't. Who knows the defensive coordinators? Name me, name <laughs> me defensive coordinator. Who's the defensive coordinator for the Browns? Who's any, of, any coach for the Browns? Colts. I couldn't tell you for the Dolphins, and that's my team. Broncos. You can't name them. You know why? Why? Because they're not famous. I can't name the drummer for Pearl Jam either. You can name Pearl Jam. Now. And the drummer for it now. <laughs> I still think Mike Nolan's the, the best. I don't think so. Yep. I think you're wrong on that, Mike Nolan. Probably. But on to our discussion for the day. You preached on Sunday from Ephesians chapter 5. Give us just a quick summary of your message before we jump into our study going a little bit deeper. Yeah, so the whole, the whole message was this idea of, like, what are you imitating? Um, because whatever you imitate is what you, you emulate. This kind Explain of, that for people that don't know what emulate means. Yeah, so the, the best way I, I talked about it was this idea of, like, an apprentice and a mentor. Um, the, the apprentice follows closely, watches, studies what that mentor is doing so that they eventually become just as good as that. They, they, they can do those same things. And so, I don't know, woodworking, a, a mechanic, like, like these, these trades. Defensive that, coordinator. Defensive coordinator. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to study under somebody in order to be able to do those same things. And you choose to follow them closely enough to, to see that. And so, 
Um, just this, what we talked about was this wrestling of like this tension of kind of having one foot in the world, one foot in the church, like how I want to follow God. I want to be a Christian. I want to live like Jesus has called me to live, but I also want to like, there's this, that struggle of like wanting to be popular, wanting yeah. to be famous, accepted, um, all these different things. And so how we wrestle with that and how, how we imitate God, be imitators as God, of God as his, as his children. That's good. Yeah. I love the way Paul moves us through this book. And when he comes to this part where he tells us to be imitators of God as beloved children, mm-hmm. and then that we're supposed to walk in the way that, that, that Jesus did, gave himself up as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Um, so anyways, good message on Sunday. I want to go to kind of the bridge passage between this and where Cole will go this next week, which is Ephesians 5, verses 15 and 16, mm-hmm. where Paul writes, to look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise. And I want to start there and get into this a little bit more. When he says that we should look carefully then how we walk, the NIV says, be careful then how you live. Uh, I preached a message a long time ago where I said, you either live care- carelessly or carefully. Not like, hey, uh-oh, I'm going to I got to be very careful. You yeah. know, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to catch COVID, so I need to go. You know, sanitize my hand. And all that. That's not what he's talking about when he's saying careful. It's the idea that you give careful thought to what you're doing. Um, when we live life in a way where we're just careless, and we think that every decision doesn't matter, or what we decide to do each day doesn't really make that big of a difference. That mm-hmm. I'm just living. I'm just mm-hmm. living life we miss the opportunity that God's put in front of us. That's careless living. Yeah. Not being so careless that you're reckless, but careless meaning you didn't give any careful thought to, why am I doing this? Why am I here? And I know we talk about it a lot when we talk about kingdom work, um, but it's just sad that so many people honestly just waste these important years, junior high, high school years, because they're not giving careful thought to their ways. They're not looking careful then how they live. So why do you think it is that students have a hard time giving careful thought to what they're doing? Uh, well, I think a part of that is, is, I think another way to say that would be like being intentional, right? Yep. And to be intentional, like you have to go and look for those opportunities. And I think it could be distractions of I just have so much, so many other things coming in, in, into my life that I forget that, hey, I have to be intentional to go do these things. Um, or it's, it's this idea of like just not caring enough, like being so self-focused, self-consumed. Um, but, I, you know, I told a story uh, on Sunday about, you know, I'm really good at like being sarcastic and being a jerk sometimes and saying things that are just not nice. If that was true, you would have said, I'm not very good at being sarcastic. Well, get yeah, it? I get it. That, yeah. That's a good one. But uh, I challenged our students. I said, hey, if that's you too, like every day look for one person to encourage and one person to be intentional on the words that you're saying to them. And what ends up happening is by looking for somebody to be intentionally encouraging to, you tend to not say as many stupid things. Yeah. Like you tend to not have those moments of, Ah oh, man, like I really shouldn't have, have said that. 
it helps you to walk carefully. It helps you to, yeah. to kind of live that life. That's good. So everybody that's listening, Mike's asking you for accountability. I need you to check in with him. <laughs> Make sure that he's being encouraging to people. Bring Ask it. him. Be like, hey, who'd you encourage today? Keep him on that. So Bring that's it. A, that's a good thing. So let's keep working through it. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise. That one's kind of self-explanatory. Yep. You know, don't just do things that are stupid, but do things that are smart, you know, mm-hmm. make, make good choices. But in verse 16, the ESV really doesn't do the best job at translating this. But here's what it says. It says, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Um, the way the NIV says it is making the most of every opportunity. The way the King James says it is redeeming the time. And you know, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. We've even talked about it uh, on a Sunday morning before. But the idea Paul's talking about is this idea, it comes all the way back from Psalm 139, that when David prays to God and he says, every day of my life was written out before one of them, one of them came to be. Uh, he says they were all marked out in your book. Mm-hmm. And so we all have different amounts of time, but we all just have the same time in every day, right? Yeah. And it's one of those things, you know, they say it at funerals and stuff. It's not about counting your days. It's about making your days count, mm-hmm. like those things that are cool to say. But they really are true. And the idea is that none of us know what's going to happen tomorrow. None of us know when we're going to die or anything like that. That's not Paul's point. That's not David's point. What they're saying is, in those days that you've been given, how are you using them to, to advance the kingdom? How are you using them to make a difference in this world? And so, Paul uses this really, I just think it's the, the, the coolest uh, word picture when he says redeeming the time. So, redeeming is actually a, a term that was borrowed from the slave trade, mm-hmm. where um, we talk about it elsewhere in the Bible, talking about how Jesus paid for our freedom, paid yeah. our ransom, all that sort of stuff. So, when you think about redeeming the time, we've all got the same amount of time in the day. And what Paul says is he's like, look at it. These are 24 hours, 20, 24 opportunities each hour, 60 minutes in each hour. you got 60 different opportunities, you know, however you want to look at mm-hmm. it. But what are you doing to buy that back? To use the term from the slave trade, um, you would have all these slaves that were for sale, mm-hmm. different people saying, I'll give this much, I'll give that much. And the, the terminology to redeem is to pay the price for that slave and then set it free. So, Everybody has the same time in each day, but the person that redeems it goes, I want to pay for that, and I want to set it free. I want to find the purpose for it. So, what do you think the best way is to redeem the time? If you were going to tell a teenager, hey, make the best use of every opportunity, redeem the time, or making the best use of the time is the way that the ESV says it, what would you say that means that looks like for teens? I would say the, the most practical way um, to do that is, is start your day and say, hey, Lord, like, show me the opportunities I have ahead of me. Yep. Show me the opportunities today. Don't let me miss those. Um, because I, I do believe, I think God gives us 
tons of different opportunities every single day to live for him, to serve others, to love people. Um, and a lot of times we just simply miss those. Yeah. Either we're wasting our time doing certain things or we're spending that time doing certain things. And, and we miss these chances to, to say an encouraging word to somebody, to go out and serve somebody, to not make our life so much about us, but make, make Jesus famous and serve yeah. others by doing that. And that is what gives us purpose. When we yeah. live that way, I mean, God knew it. Yeah. And that's why he gave it to us. And he said, Jesus, or Paul says in uh, Philippians 2 about Jesus, sorry. But he says, you know, don't look only at your own interests, but consider the interests of others, mm-hmm. you know. And when he goes from Philippians 2 verse 5 on, that your attitude should be the same as Jesus. And he shows us what that looks like. Mm-hmm. But I had a professor once that was telling us that you don't, you don't pray for God to give you opportunities. And this is what you were saying. Mm-hmm. You pray for God to make sure that you notice those opportunities yeah. and that you take advantage of mm-hmm. them, that you redeem that time. That's a good word for all of us. Yeah, for sure. So when we make our way through life, um, God opens those doors for you. God puts those people there. As you've gotten older, I'm sure there's been times when you've noticed uh, just different ways that, that God puts someone on your heart or God uh, uses a song to remind you of something or, or whatever. But I don't want you just to repeat what I said, but what are some ways that you've noticed God kind of pushes you to do things? I'm not saying you knock it out of the park and, yeah. hey, I take advantage of every opportunity, but now that you've been able to notice some of those opportunities, what do you think some of those ways are that God just reveals himself to us like that? A lot of, you know, growing up, I always felt like, like, okay, what, how does the Holy Spirit communicate to me? Like, how does God communicate to me? And I remember this, this time I was in college, I was on my way to uh, Diamond Grove, shout out. Nobody uh, knows what that is. Yeah, it was my little church that I served at for four years. And I was on my way there, running late, very focused on like me. And I'm driving down the road and like, I see this dude walk, dry, walking in the same direction I'm going to, and there's nothing out yeah. that way. And, uh, and man, it, it was something that I've never really felt before that moment of just feeling like I need, like, like God didn't just audibly speak to me, but it was one of those, I need to pick him up. I need, yeah. I need to give him a ride for some reason. Don't know what it was. And this is a story of like a time that I missed it. Like I failed. <laughs> Cause I drove by him and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be late. Like I've got to get going. I, I can't do it. And I go frustrated cause I'm late, teach my little lesson. And I come back into like the lobby of the church there and the guy's just standing there. Like that's, he was walking to church. I Where mean, he go? had a couple miles to go to get to church and I drove right by him. Like I, I that was a time that I, I missed it completely. <laughs> but like you noticed that God, but was I noticed, you I knew, that. I knew after the fact, okay, Lord, like, don't, don't let me do that again. Well, and part of that is it, it is sometimes easier to see in hindsight mm-hmm. when you look back and you're like, I totally missed that. Yeah. I totally, I was, I was praying the other day and, uh, it was, it was hilarious. Very similar story. Um, saw someone walking by themselves, not coming to the church. Well, they might've needed to, but I didn't pick them <laughs> up. Um, but the, they were walking and you know what I prayed? I said, God, please send somebody to help this person. And like, immediately I thought, I am that person yeah. God just yeah. sent <laughs> to help this person. Yeah. And I was already gone and I already went past. And I'm like, 
do I try to like call the people where I'm going and tell them, hey, I got to turn around? What is it? Um, and we're not just saying the only way you help people is by picking <laughs> just up. Just pick up people, strangers on the on side the of the road. Do not endorse that whatsoever. <laughs> Especially high schoolers. Yeah, Don't do but, it. But the, it was just one of those things. And, and, and I do believe that that happens sometimes. Yeah. A lot of times we ask God to raise up someone else and God's like, uh, you are that you, person. You are the one. I've I'm prayed that prayer up. many a times. Yeah. yeah. So that's good stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's keep moving through it. We're almost done with this part. He says, making the best use of time because the days are evil. You think that describes our world today? I do. You, yeah. you look around the world we live in and like there's just so, so much darkness, so much evil yeah. around us. You know, for sure, Jesus is still moving and working and like using the church to do some great things. But there are also just so many terrible things. The thing, you know, there's so many things. The, the thing that I pinpointed on Sunday was like human trafficking yeah. and just what a terrible, like pure evil thing that is still very prevalent in yeah. our world today. Yeah. But that's just one of them. You know, there's, there's a number of different yeah. things going on. And yeah, like instead of wasting our days, just kind of going about ignoring things, pretending like, I think it's on us as the children of light, as the imitators of God, to, to make the most of those times and, and try to do what we can to help. Well, and there's a lot of people that pray prayers like I was saying I prayed. Mm-hmm. God, rise up someone else. Yes. Raise up someone else to, to fight human trafficking. Raise up someone else to do these sort of things. And God's like, um, I did. Yeah. It's you. I put it on your heart. There you go. Yeah. It's your turn. So I just think this is so timely um, for all of us. And my guess is that every Christian generation has thought it was timely for them. Yeah. But the reality is, is if you will give careful thought to your ways, not live carelessly, but live carefully and go, I, you know, I want to see how I can honor God here. And so that's what we talk about. It, it's not just a locker room anymore. This is a place that God puts you. You know, you're not just in band. You're not just a section leader. Now you are someone that God's given an opportunity to, to do this. You know, and so you're giving careful thought. How am I going into today? What are the opportunities God has in front of me? How do I take advantage of them? And he goes through it and he says, listen, don't be unwise, be wise. Make the best use of the time. Redeem the time. Buy it back. Don't allow yourself to waste these, these years. You guys have heard me say before, um, when I got to college, man, I had so much regret because I looked back at my high school career and went, man, I missed it. Yeah. I miss these opportunities yeah. with these people. And I look, at, I look at young people now. One of the reasons I'm still in youth ministry is because I don't want you to have those regrets. I want you to be able to go, hey, I'm, I'm going to make a difference. I am going to take advantage of this. And you look at why is it important? Because the days are evil. Yeah. And people need Jesus now more than ever. And um, I want to close today literally just saying a prayer for each and every person that's listening to this. Um, I just want to pray that you would have your eyes open to the opportunities God has in front of you, that you won't miss them like we talked about, um, that you'll take advantage of them. You'll redeem that time, and you'll give careful thought to your ways. All right, let's pray, and then we'll wrap up. Father in heaven, um, God, just guide us and lead us and give us eyes that are open to what you place in front of us so that we can see it. Lord, give us ears to hear what you're doing around us, to, to hear the hurting and our friends, to hear the, the doors they're trying to open. Maybe it's people that are dealing with 
uh, depression, anxiety. They're just struggling through some tough times. Uh, Lord, give us the ears to hear that. Lord, give us the words to speak when someone needs a good word. Um, Lord, let us, let us have your words. Mm-hmm. Let us put your word deep in our hearts so that when we uh, speak, that from the overflow of the heart, the, the mouth would speak, but it would speak your words, not ours. And Lord, I pray that you would just give us the feet to go, uh, to not stand on the sidelines, but God, to get in the game and to take advantage of the opportunities you put in front of us. And so, Lord, I pray for every listener that we have, everybody that listens to this podcast, everybody that watches it on YouTube. Um, God, let us take advantage of the opportunities. Help us to give careful thought to all the ways uh, that we live. So we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Episode 11, we're doing it, all right? Make sure you're here next week. Uh, We've got some exciting stuff. Cole Miller will be back as our guest as we finish off chapter five. Love you guys. See you next week. See ya. Thanks for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, even take a screenshot and share it to your social stories and tag us at Do Loss Youth. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you soon.